0: Ladies and gentlemen, we like to invite you to something epic. It's the What Did He Said podcast. It's a motherfucking Thursday morning. Hey. We're warmed up. I'm on so much coffee. Last night I had so much wine. Shout out to that uh, the new weed the weed man dropped off. I appreciate it. Shout out to Whole Foods for supplying us with this Mexican Topo Chico. Oh, make me happy.
1: That's so weird how those. Grocery stores made uh, Topo Chico's cool again. Topo
0: Chico. And they
1: were always cool.
0: Uh, How hi- does that? Hipsters work? hipsters in Austin blew up Topo Chico. So Topo Chico, if you want to be a sponsor on this podcast, holla <sighs> at your boy. You know what I'm saying? Management is in place and, and okay. ready. We are open for business. And it says here Topo Chico is bottled in Monterrey, and we want to take a trip to Monterrey after this baby is born. I'm trying to hit Reynosa, holla at my people. Va hermoso, tal vez, ta cabron, no se. But today uh, I have a lovely co-host. We're gonna do things a little bit different. Uh, Normally I interview somebody. Today we're gonna kick it, man. We're gonna talk about, maybe talk about internet trolls, talk about Kanye. Uh, We're actually having a home birth. Maybe we could talk about that, you know. Uh, but shout out the people that had uh, hospital birth too. And your too. tour.
1: We can mention yeah. some of your dates coming I'll, I'll up. I'll throw
0: out some of these tour dates. You know, I want to shout some people out. I already put it on Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter. Like, hey, you want to shout out? Holla at your boy. Uh, so, yeah, we're going we to kick it. Uh, Marisol Martinez, who is soon going to change her name, even though we married already.
1: I know. I already told you, boo. It's a, such a process. Although my aunt said that it takes one day, so you just have to dedicate one day to go to the social security office, go to the DPS office, and then bam, it's done.
0: Puro papeleo. So, So.
1: I promise I'll get it done. Hey. Hey, this is the jam of the day.
0: I want to have a jam of the day every motherfucking day. And today's Thursday, throwback Thursday. I just posted a, a Kanye... Magazine cover where they featured me in the same in the same article, man. And uh, time flies, man. It's like I don't know what he's going through. Tanya <laughs>
1: is on some other shit right now. I mean, seriously.
0: If he's trolling us, like, just I'm gonna just say some crazy, some crazy shit, and then I'm gonna get everybody, even Chingo on his podcast. Ah. I'm gonna, I'm a, <laughs> that's his whole ploy, right? It's like Chingo ain't mentioned me on his podcast. You know, Do the you view. really
1: think he got a liposuction though? Like he said,
0: I don't know, but that was he's
1: overweight right now, and
0: I don't know, but that was the funniest shit. He was just like, and
1: and and I got liposuction for
0: y'all because I don't want y'all calling me fat like just, y'all did Rob. Yeah, like y'all did Rob right before uh, me and Kim was gonna get married, and that's why
1: he didn't go to our wedding, and that's why he had to get on the plane because y'all. And you now <sighs> I don't know. And, and then he and it makes you wonder, like his album better be hella legit if he's if you're making the, if, if you like doing that, this much, you know?
0: This much like priming the pump, like getting pissing
1: th- off a lot of people. Damn,
0: son. It's so crazy. Yeah. So. It, it, I don't know. Like and then he did that combo with um TI and and like I, I hear him try to explain himself with a uh, Charlemagne and those interviews that he's doing.
1: I still haven't watched the one that he did with Charlemagne. I want to watch that.
0: Yeah, on so the I, YouTube thing. So I hear him. I hear him trying to explain himself. And like some of the shit kind of makes sense. Like, oh, okay, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, you appreciate some parts of Donald Trump. It's not like all his policies. Like, you know what I'm saying? But
1: Kanye say that's his boy.
0: He says a lot of crazy shit. Like. I just saw this meme today, right? It's a video. I think, uh, I think World Star Art Complex, somebody posted it. So it's when he went up to TMZ, right? And you got that one dude, um, I think his name is like Vance Lathan or something. I forget mm-hmm. his name. The, the black guy that, mm-hmm. that says some crazy shit sometimes on TMZ. So it's him and them going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the TMZ dude, his face is just like, as he's listening to Kanye talk, he's kind of like, Dude, you don't know how fucking, like, Uncle Tom you sound. Because Kanye's sitting there saying, he uh, you know, he's creating jobs. He's trying to help with taxes for these companies that, that want to do business. But it's these stupid laws. It, he just sounds like a person who's, like, brainwashed. You know, folks that, I guess, fell for a lot of that politician talk.
1: Well, I don't know what he's going through right now, but Kim needs to help him out. <laughs> that's all i gotta say kim need to check yeah. him make sure he gets his shit together and
0: people have thrown around like you know mental health and, and stuff like that so it's like it's a touchy subject but i feel like th- this is how i feel you know how when they say you know be careful what you wish for mm-hmm. there are so many people who want to be known or want to be famous people who want to be in demand but everything comes at a price like you know what i'm saying like for instance, if you say, "Man, I just wish I was I had a hot single out right now and I would be touring like a motherfucker, and I wish I you know I had to be in London and New York and Australia." yeah, you feel like that now till you got to be on that plane, and it's like show after show, night after night, picture after picture, and get up early and do this and all the bullshit that comes with it. And then you're like, when you're in that position, you're like, "I just want to lay in my bed and watch TV." <laughs> and just scratch my ass all day yeah. and maybe go for a walk and just not have any commitments, not have nothing scheduled. Like we've been on the road, That's we've been on the road. That's how I
1: feel right now. I'm so glad to be home. And granted, I'm not the artist, but I am the person that handles the yeah, tour. Yeah, you worry about just, a lot. It's uh, just as tiring as. I don't know what, but um, it's, it's a marathon. It's a, yeah, it and is. we
0: uh, we we had the films. We uh, we did Kansas City uh, improv. Shout out to everybody that came out. We did what two one show two shows. Uh,
1: Kansas City, yes. Uh, yeah. we did two shows. So they sold yeah. out.
0: Yeah, we did two shows. Uh,
1: no, 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 that was San Jose. I'm sorry. Okay,
0: I can't remember. No, it
1: did sell out, but we we didn't we didn't, we didn't sell it out in enough time to add a second show. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: we did sell that we, one. out. We I'm drug sorry. our feet a little bit on that one, but long story short. After Kansas City, uh, we had to go to San Antonio and film some cool spots, a cool little mini series with Bud Light. That's going to be out. We're going to post it when it's time. It's like uh, end of the summer, I believe. But the point is, we weren't able to come home yet. And we, and we
1: lived out of a suitcase for about a week and a half. At least. Almost two and weeks. And the only
0: time we came home was for like a day to uh, like unpack, repack, and then bounce, catch We really
1: didn't
0: we had, we had pre-packed.
1: We pre-packed.
0: So we came home and picked up luggage.
1: <laughs> yes. And that was something else. And, and then that day was, I was so out of it. I was so out of it, like ready to come back that I thought there was merch sent off. It was never oh, sent off. Oh, we, 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 we thought um, there was enough with the merch guys. in California. In California. Shout
0: out to Jesus Sepulveda and Jerry Garcia. They're on my uh, Netflix show. And um, so we just did San Jose with Jesus Sepulveda and, and Jesus Trejo, right? Yes. Uh, man, that felt great. Like there's so much love in the bay and we've only hit San Jose, really. Like um, we haven't done a San Francisco comedy club, Oakland,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, haven't really touched the entire bay. But to know that by the time we landed, it was already sold out. Mm-hmm.
1: And that was really. Cool. And then they
0: added a show. What two days before?
1: Um, yes, it, so it was sold out way before we landed. We we found out about it. We being just didn't sold know. Out. I
0: found out from a fan.
1: Yeah, so shout out to the fans who <laughs> let us know about <laughs> the shows being sold out.
0: Thank you for letting me know about my tickets. Yeah,
1: um, so I, we were able to add a second show about two days before. So, you know, thank you, San Jose, because y'all sold it out two days before. So.
0: Yeah, and that's a that's a pretty big place, but anyway, my point is this. Um, Sometimes people look at celebrities' lives like Kanye. Like, man, I just wish I was popular and famous and rich and quote-unquote successful. But some of these folks got issues. Some of these folks aren't fully happy. It's a lot of work that comes with this types of shit. Sometimes It's a
1: lot of pressure, too. Like, some know? days,
0: like, I know a lot of people can relate to this. Some days, you don't... You don't want to be on camera. You don't want to post a picture. Some days you don't want to post. Some, ta- some days you ain't taking no selfie. Like, you just don't feel like it. And, you know, you know, some of these celebrities and things, like, you're in, when you're in demand, a lot comes with it. So I always tell myself, like, when I try to, comp- like, when I'm about to complain in my head, like, fuck, man, I gotta go to the airport, mm-hmm. we gotta do this, and I really gotta go get a haircut, I don't even feel like doing none of this shit today, or, like, you start getting homesick. Before I complain, like, I remind myself, like, hey, you know, that's what comes with being in demand. (laughs) And sometimes you don't
1: feel like walking out dressed up, and you may not match. Yeah, like, honestly. And um, somebody wants to take a picture with you. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes,
0: honestly, like, if you're, like, really, really trying to relax, and you just want to be in chanclas. And Mighty Soul has helped me a lot with this, but I used to not give a fuck. I'm like, man, if I want to be in pajamas... I'm going to be in pajamas. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, dude, you got to be a big Hollywood mega star weirdo to even get away with. You know, like some mm-hmm. of them, like random.
1: I heard some celebrities, like, have a whole team before it, to come get them ready before they even step out of their house.
0: Yeah, some. When that's a big part of
1: their, uh, yeah, their persona. Like a Kylie Jenner.
0: And it tends to be like when you're, a lot of times when your fan base is like urban or hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers got to show out and dress up. But, you know, sometimes... I don't have that much energy. Yeah, sometimes it's just like, man, I'm not trying to flex for the gram every motherfucker.
1: Yeah, for day. sure. But
0: I, I read this. Uh, it was somebody's caption. It said, um, a good occasional flex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, uh-huh. sometimes you got to maybe... What do you think? Is that a way to, like, motivate yourself or motivate your, your haters or is this to motivate your fans? You know, like a good little, I would you know, say stunt a little combo from of, of, uh,
1: of everything. It, it's a little bit of, uh, makes you, oh, you know what, Motivate I am yourself. all right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then it's like, ooh, I hope my little haters see it too. You know, what you what know? I'm so it's a little bit of a, a success,
0: speaking of haters, a little success burn.
1: Lately, I've noticed that I've had a lot of little trolls on my Instagram account, and they go all out their way to make fake accounts. I swear okay, I don't
0: like you click on it they don't have a picture they don't have a
1: picture they they have no post they're following certain people um, but man it's like I start to wonder like who has that much energy in a day to create fake accounts like you must not have nothing to do in your day if you're gonna create accounts yeah just to go leave a just comment. just to go leave like, a comment
0: haha ha, chingo Ha, bitch! That's why you're doing comedy now. Ha! You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, the comedy game is good, brother. You just don't know. It's, it's, it's quite, like really, You it's made that funny. account. You made that account just to tell
1: me that. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have time for it. I'm grown as hell. I didn't have time for it really, even back then. But right even now, before this, social media. But right
0: now on this podcast, but, we got time,
1: <laughs> so I have time to discuss it because it's been on my mind it's, lately. It's funny
0: though. I think it's a funny. I think it's a funny discussion because I picture. I picture myself like, wait, do how do these people operate? Do you have a piece of paper at your house with like pencil, like at. The name you made up for number one, whatever.
1: Don't you have to create an email account though?
0: So first you got to make an email. So first you have to
1: make an email.
0: Then you got to go make a a username. Yeah, a username. And now you got to think of that password and write it down. Are you using the same password for all your fake accounts? Is it the same password for your real accounts? Do you take time and cover your steps like? I'm gonna make sure to follow this person, not this person, and I'ma just make sure I have X amount of posts so that when it's private, it looks real.
1: It's insane, <laughs> seriously, and it cracks me up every time. Um I I caught myself going back and forth with one and then it was but I was being a smart ass. It was like, thanks for trolling. Mm-hmm. Um Bet you, you won't know,
0: drop a pen on Yeah,
1: it. you know, Pull type up. of thing. <laughs> the thing is, is that, you know
0: And the thing is is you're eight months pregnant.
1: Yeah. I'm eight months pregnant. Ready and I to probably shouldn't yeah, exactly. I probably shouldn't be going back and forth. but it was like did you just get on my positive account where I try to like feed positive to people
0: and that's and that's why I tell you like don't don't let that demon in the house like don't let someone's little miserable energy. Now you're engaging in their little yeah, game, yeah, for sure. Because how can you ever win? And
1: they got me for a, for a second. They you did get me.
0: There's no way you could win fighting an idiot.
1: Yeah, there's and no way. Here was the thing. <laughs> so the first troll I just blocked, right, and I ignored the comment. The second troll, watch a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag. Uh, and then the second time I blocked them again, after they left another comment. The third time it then was Then they hopped was, on their other account. Yeah, and then it was like, <laughs> holy shit, you have that much time. You created a third account. I've now blocked two accounts.
0: And if they're saying the same thing, then it, it, chances are it's the same person. Um, and, and then once you block those, they got to make more.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have time for it. So I just, and then like I said, I fell into the little trap. And then it was like, I had to take a little step back. I'm like, did I just get caught up in this? My blood pressure done went up. Like, yeah. I done got hot and heated.
0: There's no way you could win. And, and the analogy that I use is, like, if you know how you have sometimes people that talk to themselves mm-hmm. on the sidewalk that mm-hmm. are, like, walking, hey, motherfucker, shit,
1: mm-hmm. fuck you, bitch,
0: and they're walking around? If that person says, like, move, motherfucker, or whatever, like, are you really gonna have little sidewalk road rage and, yeah. and fight every person that um demands your, your little attention?
1: Yeah, it's, I, I mean... You kind of don't, but you know what's crazy, too, is I thought it was only in females, but I see it in the males, too. So, like, guys, you know, if you're sitting there, female or male, and you're making up fake accounts, and you're leaving fucking troll-ass comments on people's accounts, listen, if you got something to say, how about you use your real name, use your real account, and quit being a little coward because a pin and drop, drop and, a pin on, on it <laughs> and we're going to fix this real quick that's the one thing it's like had it, this been the t- the 10 year ago mighty saw it
0: well look we're giving attention to uh you know the trolls we just wanted to address shout it. out to all the trolls if yeah. you're a
1: troll shout out to you we, for having that much time in your day for being that miserable
0: and we love you too we love you too because we know sometimes a lot of this stems from the ego it stems from pride and sometimes you just don't know i heard a good quote you're uh your haters are fans that just don't know how to express it. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, Freddie, um, uh, what's his name? Freddie Gibbs, uh, mm-hmm. the rapper. He put, he did a little video. It was like, uh, you know, they just, he's like, they can't help it. They're just, you know, you know, bitch ass. Mm-hmm. You know, they just can't help it. They don't know how to. So let's show some love to the fans. Let's do some shout outs mm-hmm. On my Twitter, shout out to the Grapeape832. Shout out to that person, a great bait. Also, this cat right here, uh, Ray Cumbia. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Is, this, is this a joint account? Sandy, yeah, Sandy Ray 56 on Twitter. <laughs> um, he, he sent a funny little gif, and I, I texted it to Sepulveda, because it said, give me a shout out, chingo, and then he put cumbias, and then it's a little gif. I wonder if that's him, doing the little cumbia dance. Mm. Um, I sent it to Sepulveda. It reminded me of... We have like His a jokes.
1: gazillion Jesuses that...
0: Yeah, I got to call are, them by their like, last yeah, name. Yeah, we
1: call them by their last name. <laughs> so there's Midnight. Thank God Midnight doesn't go by Jesus too. That's one Jesus. Then we've got Sepulveda. They're and then cool. Trejo.
0: And these are all beasts in the comedy game. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all, y'all follow them. Uh, shout out to The Mike and Dave Show on my Twitter. The Mike and Dave Show. It, it look, I don't know if it's a radio show. Uh, but, you know, I just want... We, we, let's do some shout outs, man. Shout out to like positive people to actually support. Shout out to El Metal Metal Radio, man. Um, uh, Man, I I ran into him when we go to Phoenix for shows, and uh, he has internet radio. He actually, like, plays a motherfucking shit. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, on Twitter, he's El Metal Metal Radio. Um, You know, you got any Instagram people you want to shout out, Sully?
1: No, I'm just going to shout out everybody who stays positive on my, you know, who leaves positive messages on my account thank you guys for following and
0: on instagram real quick shout out to dj shilly s-c-h-i-l-l-i uh he's the homie in germany that rock he's the dj in germany he rocks all the fedia gear the hats everything and um i think he has a couple buddies in the military out here so occasionally he visits uh, America from Germany, and he tagged me right here. He's at Chico's Tacos, and he's rocking like Feria, head to, head to motherfucking toe. Shout out to the, the uh, Des Madres podcast. We, oh, yeah, um, we
1: just did that. Mm-hmm.
0: They just uploaded their episode number 53. We're featured on that one, Marisol and myself. Uh, shout out to Sammy from, from Des Madres. Uh That kid could be a great stand-up. Uh, hopefully he, he hears this and he dives in and gives it a shot. And that motherfucker's funny. Um, shout out to my boy, Jesus. He, yeah, Beltran from Desmadre. Uh, fucking smart ass engineer that works for Apple and fucking shot dice with Steve Jobs and Paz Descanse. <clears throat> and one last little shout out right here. Um, at Meds Gear. Now, apparently they, they sell some type of um, legal medicinal marijuana, but they did a video with my bobblehead swimming. Ah, swimming like Scrooge Mugduck. M- in like a big old bag of weed. Shout out to them. And, and hopefully I can get some free weed when I'm in the city where they're at. Um, and we got some tour dates real quick before I forget. Corpus Christi, Texas, we're coming May 11th through the 13th. That's at Mesquite Street Comedy Club. Shout out to my boy Javi Luna, mm-hmm. uh, the Vatos Locals of Comedy, Jacob, Andy, funny motherfuckers. Then we're hitting Florida because I, I need to work on my tan. You know what I'm saying? Mask, need to work on his tan. We're going to Florida. We're hitting Orlando, May 23rd. The mm-hmm. venue is uh,
1: the or- Orlando Improv.
0: Orlando Improv. Yes. Tampa, Florida. We're coming at you, May 24th. Shout out to my boy DJ Ritz <clears throat> out there, America's favorite cracker. We're gonna be in Tampa, Florida, at in Ybor City uh-huh.
1: at. The Tampa Improv. That's May 24th. Mm -hmm.
0: Then we're going to mosey on down, maybe uh, film some stuff in Miami or maybe hang out in Tampa, do Best Taco in Town. Shout out to the Taco Bus. And then we're in Naples. um, Off the Hook. At Off the Hook Mm -hmm. Comedy Club. That's May 27th. You know what's
1: so cool about that place? Let me just tell you. Um, So he reached out because he had heard about what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And... We weren't sure, remember we were kinda of like Naples. I mean we can know I pull a crowd? can you pull a crowd? And you freaking sold it out last yeah, year and it was pretty dope. They had to add another show. So hopefully, you know, we'll do the same this year and you know, uh Fans come out and support. It's been a minute since it's been, it's been over a year since you a little bit over a year. It's
0: come been. out, have some dinner, have some yeah. drinks, enjoy a live comedy and Their food
1: show. is actually super good. Their seafood, yeah. I actually had yeah. it and it was they actually have pastas good and stuff because like that. they're actually a seafood restaurant on the other side. Mm-hmm. So they have some of their foods coming into the comedy side of it mm-hmm. in the club. So we their should, food man, was actually pretty I, good.
0: I don't want to start beef with comedy clubs, but we should almost do like like maybe have an episode or something about like the top, Who has the best food? I mean, comedians talk about this because some clubs, they kind of don't care about the food side. But we tend to only deal with quality clubs where everything, everything from the service, the fan experience. Sometimes some clubs take extra time and hook up the green room. Yeah. Like the backstage area, some are super comfy. And I was like, man, I need a man cave like this.
1: Yeah, some clubs have really put thought into the comedians and making sure that they feel comfortable and ready so to we perform. Can perform. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they We're really fresh. have. And and I try to give compliments. You know, I'll email them and let them know, like, you know, thank you for keeping the comedians. Because if you don't know, if you don't travel with comedians, like getting off a plane, you get into the whatever it is you're gonna do that day. Um, getting up for press the next morning at the butt crack of dawn, you know what I'm saying? And then you're performing that night, and then it's like, it's one of those, like, inhale, exhale. Like, you got to get your mind right. you got to get ready to give people a show because they just paid to come see you, you know what I'm saying? So So when
0: they hook up the green room and make you feel like a star, make you feel welcome and comfortable, it makes you feel like a star. Mm -hmm. And, and you you know, because sometimes you can doubt yourself, like man, is this joke gonna work? I know this other joke still needs work, and hopefully uh, they're you know they're they're ready to laugh, and hopefully there ain't a group of drunk chicks fucking. Yeah, I know, right? And then what? <laughs> yelling shit, and uh, but anyway, it puts you at ease. It's like man, this leather couch. They got a Pac-Man game in here. It's some. It's they got
1: weed in herbal there. Herbal refreshments,
0: cause you know it's in California, and they don't put the bong in the pipe next to the zigzags by the rolling tray. Shout out to Raw. They got all the shit—a big jar of some neon-looking shit—and the whole room is funky. And they're checking up on you, bringing you drinks, and you're ready to fucking perform. Then uh, we didn't finish some of these dates. Don't forget North Carolina, Raleigh.
1: Brand new market for you, boo. Yeah, I never brand been. new market. That's so. May.
0: 30th, 30th, yes. Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's called... Is that Bananas? No, that's the one in New
1: Jersey. No, that's New Jersey. This one is called... Oh. I, I forget, but it's
0: in Raleigh. I'll post it. It's May 30th. Um, that's North Carolina, and you're actually not going to be there to be tour manager because we have a, we're have we going to have a newborn. So uh, let's everything, you know.
1: Um, I officially so, have anxiety. Everybody thinks that I travel with you because... For fun. For fun, or that... <laughs> Or that I'm insecure and I don't want females all uh, all upon you.
0: You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) You know, because when they see all this, you know, five foot,
1: all four extra, however
0: tall I am, when they see all five, five, whatever the, whatever, five, six, who's counting? Six foot. uh, When they see that, they get mesmerized. You know, when they see these obliques busting out this shirt, you know what I'm saying? Because I've been doing my burpees. Hey, Shout out to Sir Burpee. Oh, oh! also, we just added Wichita. Man, it's been like two years since I've been to Wichita, Kansas. That's October 7th. And Oklahoma City, we're coming back. We ain't forgot about y'all. It's been like two years, October 21st. So last time I saw them, I was barely probably kind of starting in comedy. There was no Netflix.
1: Uh, real quick, so for North Carolina, it's called Good Night's Comedy Club.
0: Okay, cool. All right, well, yeah, let's talk about some other stuff. I just want to throw that in there. Um, also shout out to the cancunlife.com. I didn't do that commercial at the beginning, but we are dropping mystery boxes. So that's where you can get 5 items for 45. 5 items for the 45. That's a steal. 5 items for the 45. You mm-hmm. just pick your size and the box already has a hat in there and some and some tees and boom, it gets sent to your house. All you got to do is go to thecancunlife.com. It, 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 you, don't need a, you don't need a promo code, nothing. It's right there. Click mystery box. We should have a few more si- boxes in your size. Pick your size, and then put your address. Y, y Y ya, vámonos. We should talk home birth. What you think? Home birth?
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: So right here where we're, ha- where we're having the podcast, we're just going to move the table out the way, bring in the kiddie pool, <laughs> put put the uh, slip and slide, and get the clamps. The, the
1: Everybody thinks I'm crazy, and everyone says that I'm going to end up wanting to get this epidural that everyone talks about, but um, I think I'm pretty good, and I am confident that I'll be all right. I've kept myself active through the entire eight months. I've worked out. I ate as healthy as I can eat. So I think I'm going to spit this girl out like that no one's business. She'll be all right. You know, I mean. I just
0: pictured it. You like spit this girl out.
1: You know, I think she's going, to you know, she's been pretty good. I shout out to my baby because she's been a trooper this whole, her mom doesn't know how to sit still. So she's just, didn't give me no problems, no nausea. No. I, I'm the one cravings,
0: with, yeah, I'm the no, one with the cravings. No cravings.
1: No sleepiness, laziness, so she
0: Man, I had frosted flakes <laughs> last night with banana <laughs> with uh vanilla soy milk. That shit was so mm-hmm. damn sweet. And then I crashed out right after. Yeah, you did. Yeah, probably like a sugar crash. I don't know what the fuck. Maybe And you've
1: been sleepy this whole pregnancy. It's good boy. to be home. <laughs> you've been sleepy this whole pregnancy. Hey, but I'm
0: pregnant. ¿Qué quieres?
1: Este
0: um so some of the episodes, we're going to hear, you're going to hear a baby crying and toys and shit. Uh, gonna
1: Yeah, so it's going to be different now. We have, uh, it was mm-hmm. weird because I never thought, it, you know, I was going to have a baby, but you know, 36 hit and all of a sudden I went through this little midlife crisis like, oh, am I going to really die without ever have tried to have a child and. We talked about Mm -hmm. it, and here we are. First try.
0: So, yeah, so home birth, you know, when we tell people that, they're like, okay, y'all are some fucking hippies, or y'all must not have no type of, like, bread to cover expenses. Like, why are you having it at the house? They think we're having it in the kitchen sink. Um, the neighbors sometimes... Well, the neighbor on this side...
1: Well, she's a doula, so she's cool, but she's the older knows, but lady next door... the other lady's door. like, huh,
0: okay. So, so
1: inside your house... It's
0: her idea or... <laughs> like in the house. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like a kiddie pool. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that.
1: The cool thing, though, is that my midwife lives... Literally, we walk, we ride our bikes to her, you know, to my appointment. So the
0: midwife is? Explain.
1: Um, so the midwife is actually like a doctor... Um, so she'll deliver my baby. She makes sure that I'm okay. As she says, she's just, um, what did she say? She's, I'm the, I'm the captain. You're the co-captain. She's the, what is, what is her little reference all the uh, time? Like coach or something? Or coach, or? yeah, something like that. So basically, so here's the thing. Um, pretty much, if you are connected to your body, you can deliver your baby without someone telling you, you know, I got to give you something to so push this instinct. baby say it's, so it's instinct. instinct. So as women,
0: your body just naturally just
1: naturally knows like
0: hormones kick in God and makes the you knew uh,
1: what he was doing the and pelvis
0: bones expand. Cuz there
1: weren't doctors back in the days it, or even you know, if they did. If the, it, they it didn't wasn't like, there all this technology, you know? So I mean,
0: I mean, think about it. Cavemen. Yeah. Were having cave births.
1: I mean, there was women pulling out their own babies, you know, like so I just I don't know, I guess what stuck in my head was, I remember when my aunt was having, was giving birth and my grandmother said, I just don't feel comfortable in these hospitals, they don't do anything right, because she had all nine of her kids at home. Oh. So for her, con and that partera? kind of- partera, yeah, so for me that stuck so in my head. So midwife is a partera? Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, so for me that stuck and so, even though I used to say I would never have children, um, I guess I in the back of my mind I would think if I ever did, How I would do it would be I'd have a midwife. Now, I kind of, like, kept that a secret because I really never wanted anybody to know just because exactly the reactions that we currently get when we mention it, like, so do you have a backup plan? Like, is there going to be a doctor there? What if something bad happens, Mm -hmm. you know? Which are all legitimate questions. Like, what if something bad happens? Well, that's why you have a backup. You have a hospital you go to. You have a doctor that you also go to. So, you know...
0: And, uh, and and the crazy thing, too, is uh, like all this controversy about vaccinations, you know, saying yeah, it's, it's linked thing. to yeah. um, like autism and things like that. And in the hospital, off top, they, they're not letting your baby out of there without mm. all the vaccinations mm-hmm. required by whoever.
1: Yeah, I think there's just a lot behind it. And I think it's just a preference of each parent. And, you know. Um, while some parent, you know, s- some people would think, you know, that's what hospitals were made for. Yeah, you're also just another patient in there, and I don't need to be rushed just because you got to have someone else we need the come in come and knows. deliver another baby in that same room. So if it's gonna take me eight hours to have a baby, then I want to take my time having it. You know, it's, it's
0: a home studio. We're not yeah. paying studio time.
1: So exactly. <laughs> so I just don't want that, and. You know, it, I know this sounds really weird, but when I've got to go get the ultrasound at the OBGYNs, right, I swear my baby always gives me that scare they can't find her heartbeat, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always like I leave, I'm always scared. And it's like we go, when I go to my midwife appointments, it's like she's ready to be heard. It's like she's like so excited, she hears my midwife's voice, and I just don't yeah, know if everyone
0: it's... Everyone there, uh, shout out, 713 midwife, midwife. shout out three uh, minutes. So everyone there, like right away, they it, it's earthy, you know. Yeah. It, it's on. It, it's a little hippie ish, but they, you know, it's hugs and how are you guys feeling. And it's like it's warm, welcome. I have a
1: relationship. If I have a problem, it's like a friend. Yeah, I if I if I'm not like feeling well, like we know well, her birthday. Exactly. Yeah. If I if I don't feel well, if something's going text. on, I can text her. I mean, I have a one-on-one relationship with my. So-called doctor, and you know, but doctors, she's my midwife. And with
0: doctors, that's rare. Yeah. And uh, my nine-year-old was born in a hospital, and, and I, that experience—hospitals—that alone conjures up certain emotions. So it's like cold. It's informal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is going to be a lot of like medicines, pills, and drugs, and yeah. and just from the research we've done. And again, man, this is just this is just our, our this is our experience. Yeah. So, like, I have a joke. I have a whole joke about this um, home birth thing, and um, one thing that I, when I'm doing the joke on stage, I make sure I'm not making it sound like my way is better than your way, and
1: yeah,
0: it's not even about that, it's just, it's
1: it's, just it's a funny pro- thing, I ain't yeah. gonna lie,
0: that's why it's a joke, because this shit's even like, wait a minute, what? Like, you know, you just gotta come to the show and hear it, but um, but you know, it's it's what Marisol uh, prefers, if she had preferred hospital, guess what, we're gonna, we're going to hospital, but, um, I'm down for the cause, and I think it's gonna be uh, um, like I'm probably gonna be crying like a little baby because I just know it's gonna be a very present, like enjoyable. I mean, I was super present, you know, with my first child. You know, it's like okay, like this is my first little, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like coming into this world, this is a person I'm responsible for. Like I'm super present and alert, and this is the person that like takes priority. And, um, you know, so now it's baby number two, I'm older, I've been through more stuff, I have a different experience. Ten years older now. Yeah, yeah. perspective, wow. yeah, crazy. different perspective, experience, and this, this process sounds like, it just sounds, you know, even uh, Jim Gaffigan, I think all five of his kids were born in their, like, apartment in New York mm. or whatever, but I just feel like it's going to be, so far, it's been super positive like, man, you get to you get to see your midwife more often than you would a doctor. And then um,
1: pretty soon, she starts to go do home visits for me. So I don't even have to go. I mean, she's literally, what is it, a seven-minute walk from our house, yeah. her place? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, literally, she's, like, down the street. But now she starts to come to you. And it's basically to start getting you ready, mentally ready, to start, like, nesting in your own home so that she can come see you. And, you know, you start feeling that, like... All right, this is it's where almost, we're about to have this baby. Like, yeah, it's prepping time. So it's almost like you're getting ready to go there, you know? So, um, yeah, we're literally around the corner from that. we got to go buy all the supplies. Yeah,
0: we're probably going to um, film it. Film it and, like, probably maybe put it on YouTube. It's really
1: interesting, guys, what the things that you got to get. And it almost sounds funny because we were literally going to have to go to Home Depot for this. But
0: it's like a manguera, yeah. the connection for the manguera to the sink.
1: When I was reading it, I was like, okay, I feel like I'm at the rancho right now. But you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a really good experience for me. But I mean, that's what I think now. I it's don't know. Na- I mean, you know?
0: supernatural, like very, very natural. Um, I mean, we here, like in a the hospital, they're not going to let you. Walk around and bounce on a ball, or go lean up on a tree, or whatever your body like. Um, they probably won't even let you like turn. Like, let's say you don't want to lay on your back. Mm. How they they make you because it's easier for them. <laughs> and it's actually not, for you. not.
1: It's not actually a a natural position for a woman to have a baby the way they make you do in a hospital. So. Read about it. I mean, I'm not just making that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a natural position, which is why sometimes it delays labor for some women. Um,
0: what are some positions that you
1: heard of? Um, so, some are like you're, so the water, you're almost like sitting up. So, we're doing a water birth, mm-hmm. which is the baby will be born in a little pool. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, that's kind of how that happens. You can actually be um, standing up almost like. Like a squat? Almost like a squat, yeah. Let like, like gravity help? Exactly. So it's <laughs> kind of like, um, and then like like my girlfriend, she had hers, and it was like she was bouncing on the ball for a little bit, and then right there and then the baby came. So it was like, okay, get ready. She kind of pushed back. There was like this other little part of the table. She kind of scoots back, ball gets moved, and it's like, sh- there you go. So, you know, she um had hers that way. So, you know, like... She's had both great experiences, but she's actually gone to a birthing center, which is a little bit different than what we're, we're doing. It's, uh, like,
0: it's like in between hospital and in, uh,
1: yeah, home? Yeah, in home, yeah. So she goes to a birthing center. Um, a doctor will still see her afterwards, you know, and helps with everything. We don't have a doctor mm-hmm. at all. We just have a doula and a midwife. So, But we do know. have
0: a backup plan. We do. A- and that's the thing, too, about like home births is, um, well, somebody like Afua, a- a the midwife, someone like her makes sure you're a good candidate. Like, there's no signs of anything, like, complications to where, you know, she's not going to, like, yeah, I'm going to go to your house and try to deliver, and we're going to be in a situation where I knew going into it you weren't a good candidate.
1: And it will give you guys a little bit of insight. So, I'm a little older. So, prior to this, I never had any issues right so it was normal I kept myself healthy you know I worked out Um, so I never had signs of fibroids Mm -hmm. and then it seems like your hormones change when you get pregnant all of a sudden the fibroids that I did have which I didn't know I had Mm -hmm. because there's no way of knowing unless you have symptoms which is like
0: or you go get checked or something
1: not even because I mean I still go got a checkup, yeah, you know. Just, it's just no, no way, no so reason. Symptoms, so right. you know, it's like the first sign is like pain during sex. You know what I'm saying? That's like a sign of fibroids.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> you know how big <laughs> Papa rolls. <laughs> you don't know if it's a
1: fibroid. <laughs> and uh, and or like see heavy see periods, way. you know. But because. Hate to use this word because I, I don't really consider myself an athlete, but because I am an athlete and I keep myself I like myself you know, what I'm saying like triathlete, you know, what I'm saying like I active. Try. I work out, <laughs> I eat well. There was no chance for these fibroids to grow, so they stayed basically non-existent until I got pregnant. So now we've got a total of ten fibroids Ooh. growing in my stomach. Seven of those ten are pretty damn big, which is almost equivalent to carrying two babies in my little beady body Mm. and so that was her only concern so remember she said she was real honest and that's what i anybody else probably would have been like shit i'm taking this girl's money like i don't give a shit you know what i'm saying but she straight told us you know she said because of these fibroids you need to have a backup and you will have to see an obgyn as well because he'll have to check you check these fibroids. So she's straight up. She tells you the truth. She doesn't try to, like, sugarcoat anything, try to make it seem like she's got the answers to everything, you know? And
0: and she's super positive. Yes, very. Even when it comes to the fibroids, Mm because she's like, okay, hi. Like, she'll like talk to the baby. And and talk to the fibroids. (laughs) And then she'll be like, "Um, all right, now we know you're you're kind of cramped up in there because your little friends are, are surrounding mm-hmm. you but we're just going to ask that the little friends kind of you know cooperate for the next few weeks and yeah. just kind of give you some room yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: I know so, so that's why like when I post stuff I just kind of got to like swallow it when people are like shit you look like you're ready to pop oh my god you're so big god damn Golly. any day now yes Sheesh. I know that and it's not my fault yeah, like, you're like I'm four months I'm like yeah exactly well that was the biggest sign remember she said I came in at 15 weeks when it was my 15-week checkup and she was like holy shit she's showing a lot for 15 weeks you know and yet my weight wasn't going up it was just like my stomach was big does that make sense Mm -hmm. so that's what gave her a little red flag to it. Mm -hmm. it was like and here's another reason why guys when you go to a midwife you don't go get ultrasounds as often as when you see a doctor so they're kind of against the whole um, getting ultrasounds all the time or as frequently as you would if you saw a doctor. So that was the first time that she went and sent me to get checked, and that's when it was like, uh, yeah, there's some fibroids going in here. So, so I've been showing bigger than what I was since mm-hmm. 15 weeks. So,
0: so, so I, yeah, I think we should, even for educational purposes, um, we should probably, like, vlog going to buy all the materials. It'll be easy to edit, yeah. you know, because it's just showing, like, a list. Yeah. So maybe we'll call it, like, 10 things you need for a home birth or why or we... Or things
1: you need for a home birth because it's more than 10.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, find a way to where it's, like, it's not just a day in the life. It's, mm-hmm. like, that you know, we're going, we chose home birth or whatever, uh, getting ready for this home birth or whatever. So... And know.
1: Mickey is pretty ex- is so excited. Yeah, you know? my,
0: my nine year old is uh.
1: She's like over super, the top. Like Can't I'm wait. so
0: happy. I'll pick her up from school sometimes, and all of a sudden she'll just be crying in the back seat. Like I'm I just know. so happy. It's like why, baby? Because
1: Penny's coming,
0: <laughs> and it's just a couple more weeks. And uh, we've been reading her. Um, uh,
1: Spanish. Yes,
0: yeah. and Mickey's been practicing her yeah. Spanish with uh, the Dr. Seuss yeah. Spanish. I recommend them. I never knew. I never really thought, like, oh, classic children's books mm-hmm. are all available in Spanish. But if you're, if you're like me and you have a nine-year-old that really doesn't speak Spanish and you're kicking yourself in the butt, because it's like, damn, you know, too bad I speak English. That's the only reason, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She doesn't know Spanish. But anyway, because um, both of our parents are, like, immigrants. So yeah. our Spanish is, pre- well, hers is good, We're like, perfect. Mine's, I think, decent. Um, pero... Uh,
1: Let me just Uh, show you that I can't. That's
0: all I know. uh, Anyway, so yeah, I recommend Dr. Seuss books in Spanish because whether it's like how we're doing, like in the womb. Yeah. uh, But my nine-year-old loves it. And she's kind of like, her little accent is decent. She might not know what the hell she's saying, (laughs) but she could read it.
1: Yeah, but I think that with her listening to me talk to the baby... In Spanish, I think she'll be able to pick it up super easy, where it's not going to be a problem for her, or at least she'll get to hear it and become familiar with those words. And just like she asks questions now, like "What does that mean again?" or yeah. or, "Or what did you say?" Or you now know, I'll ask
0: her like, w- "What English word looks like this?" Yeah,
1: word? so she's you know she tries her but best. She's learning because yeah. she'll be
0: like. Oh wait, double L, that's a Y sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, my bad, let me read it again. Or she'll be like, why is there a question mark at the beginning mm-hmm. of the sentence? It's like, well, in Spanish, you know, they, they give you a heads up yeah. with the upside down mm-hmm. question mark. Uh, like some R's, you're not supposed to roll so much. Um, why are some things masculine, some words are feminine.
1: And that's hard to explain until we got into that subject. That's weird, right? Because you just grow up speaking it and you have no idea that you naturally already do it so explain that's why I was like damn shout out to the people who teach a language because I mean being able to explain that is hard you know but if you grew up speaking it it's not like a big deal Uh, you know
0: I'm curious I kind of want to ask on Instagram like do your kids uh speak Spanish are your kids bilingual um I don't know, I'm curious, just to know like a percentage, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Yeah,
1: because I think it's more common, I'll give you a perfect example. So I think you know that my family is ginormous, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So we're like 20-something-odd grandkids in the family. Mm -hmm. And so the older five of us still speak Spanish, but as you go down...
0: Yeah, the new generation.
1: mm, I mean, my other little cousins don't speak it. They may understand it. And if they try to say anything, it's a huge accent, like yeah. very heavy accent. So
0: uh, we're recording right now, also on Instagram real quick. What We're doing the podcast. What percentage of you guys, are your kids bilingual? Do your kids speak Spanish? Um, are they just like straight English all the time? I want to know a percentage. Let me do a poll. Okay, then let me delete this and uh, add the poll.
1: Yeah, let's add the poll.
0: <laughs> all right, keep, keep going.
1: Let me. Yeah, so, discard video. <laughs>
0: okay here we go again alright guys we're live on the podcast and we're on Instagram I'm doing a poll do your kids speak Spanish I don't know if a lot of parents are in the same boat where it's like damn this kid just never picked it up I dropped the ball yes or no is that how
1: we do yeah. yes or no so, no just put bilingual okay. not bilingual
0: Okay, poll. All right.
1: so yeah I'm curious to know that too because for me it's super important and I definitely want Penny to know both languages.
0: So it says ask a question. Yeah. So are, you, are your kids bilingual? Are your or kids do, bilingual. Your kids uh-huh. do your kids speak do Spanish?
1: Do your kids speak Spanish? Do your
0: kids speak Spanish? So um So these you can change, Bubu. Okay. So that on. you can change. But the it should be yes it. or no. Yeah. Do your kids speak yeah. Spanish? Okay. Uh yeah, so follow me on Instagram, man. I'm, I'm looking am looking just scruffy. a
1: disclaimer, guys. I'm like we're not knocking anybody who didn't teach. Spanish no, my to their my nine year old
0: so. does not she it, I'm i I'm writing a joke about this, so I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But right now all she knows is the CH words. <laughs> like chongo, chicle, chancla. chancla, you know, can y'all relate? Give me some feedback. Gemas uh churros, yeah. uh <laughs> chorros, cholos. <laughs> nah. Yeah,
1: she you know, she Chingo. tries though. What was your reason though, for not teaching her? Was it just laziness like is it no, because you dominate a, you feel like you dominate English over no, spanish?
0: I don't have a reason It wasn't like on purpose, like sure every kid I mean every parent would love for their kids to speak Spanish or be bilingual. It's just she grew up different than how I grew up, so I almost feel like this is basically I feel like where I or we dropped the ball, which is in order. This is my opinion. If you're a, like, let's say a Mexican-American um, couple and you know we have a kid on the way, mm-hmm. either A, with with Penelope Valentina Herrera, <laughs> either either A, we can approach it this way, where it's very like hands off, laid back, like we're working, we're busy, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you speak, I, I wanna tell you quickly what I want you to know, I'm gonna tell you in English. This isn't the time to teach you Spanish because I need you to know what I'm trying to tell you, and then they watch TV and that's in English. They go to school that's in English. When they're around some family, there's Spanish in the background. Like they might understand, mm-hmm. but I feel like the only way to actually make it happen is they have to be fully immersed. Like they have to spend a lot of time with grandma, type of thing. Yeah. Um, lately, some parts of Mexico have been bad. Uh, I obviously most of Mexico's not bad, but I should, you know, take them on more trips Mm -hmm. to the motherland, Mm -hmm. like Spanish speaking places. Um, And you gotta attack it early. You just have to be super disciplined. Like it has to be such, like for the parents, it has to be such a big priority that it's damn near like they're getting homeschooled in Mm -hmm. a way, that's Mm -hmm. the only way. Like you have to be so strict and you can't budge because once you let them out, out of this house, now they're in America, where they want you to assimilate, and they want a homogenized society, and they want every they want English to be the language, which I guess it kinda is, but um, ain't nobody gonna teach your kids Spanish, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and um,
1: I think we I think it. our child will end up being the way kind of like my sister. So I didn't know English starting school. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
0: you you're the oldest in your family. I was the
1: I am the oldest. Um, so for my sister, it was easy because I already spoke English by the time she was around, so she spoke both because she heard Spanish at home, and then she heard English with my friends and I, so. What? Excuse me, <laughs> topo chico. Sorry, is that topo That fibroid, <laughs> you know, that fibroid was
0: pushing up on the diaphragm, and then the topo chico Oh buttons. my
1: god, um. Yeah, so she knew. So I, I think that's kind of what's going to happen to Penny. My my goal is to to teach Spanish and sign language at the same time. So um, as I'm saying, mom, you know, ma, whatever in Spanish, I'm also signing the word to the baby so that, you know, they, they don't talk. So at least if they can give me some kind of, you know, sign of like, I'm hungry, mom, you know all that I'd like to be able to communicate and you know there's baby sign language but you know I mean
0: so so yeah so that's on I'm you. doing
1: sign, regular sign language I, don't, I mean that's on
0: you so if our baby so if our baby doesn't speak sign language we just we just go ahead and blame, blame you. me
1: exactly yeah it's so you. it'll definitely be me and I think I'm just going to teach Penny just so that that can be our little Proof code A oh, okay. our little well, code language well I'm going to be learning too <laughs> and
0: if you've been to if you've been to the tour uh, you, you you'll know that I have a joke about that involves sign language, it's not about sign language. Mm-hmm. But uh, can, you, can you just tell us, um, since you are my co-host today, and mm-hmm. I do want to do more uh, episodes where it's just you, you and I hanging out and uh, talking about what's going on and shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, so what on earth made you learn sign language?
1: So growing up, I had a friend whose mom was deaf. I was in the second grade, which is Mickey's gymnastics coach. Uh, uh-huh. Coach Mike uh-huh. so his mom was actually or is actually deaf, both his parents um, and so she would come volunteer, and so when she would come volunteer in the class, I was just like, "Hella, hella fascinated and I was just like, "Oh my God, like I wish I knew that and i tried my hardest to pay attention to see if like I could pick up a who, word. Who would she speak to? her son oh. so you know her son was in our class, so Sean, which uh-huh. you met um he's, um, he was in my class. Mike is a little bit older than me, but we were all friends, obviously. Um, So Sean was in my class. She would come and, you know, and volunteer, and I'd see him, and and it was just like, they'd be talking, he'd be kind of translating, or if like the teachers, whatever she was volunteering, he would kind of like interpret, like Uh what the teacher wants him to do. So um, I'd try my hardest to catch it, but you can't catch it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, it's not like a language when you like, Hmm, that sounds like yeah, this yeah, yeah. word. You know what I'm saying? So it's not anything like that. Um, so it was since then, and then, um, and then growing up, it's really weird. It was like almost like it was around me. And then through first grade, all through fifth grade, my friend was my best friend was hard of hearing. So she comes from a family of deaf and hard of hearing people. Which for those who don't know, some this is a this is a hereditary thing. So if you've got a you know, somewhere in your family where it happened, it could somewhere trickle down and like genetically, could, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was hard of hearing, and crazy thing that you know. Now, for with Facebook, you reconnect with people and reconnected with her. Her girls are both born deaf, and so they speak American Sign Language. You know, so it was really cool, which um, is
0: different than Mexican Sign Language. It was Mexican
1: Gen- Sign Language. What yes. Else? What else? Um, every every language has their own. Okay. Um, and there's even accents which you kind of I talk, about, talk about on, on, on stage. On stage uh-huh. Yeah, so the East Coast talks hella fast. It's they like sign
0: fast, like a New Yorker. It's York.
1: like a New Yorker, almost like dead ass beat. Like you know, and then the West Coast has their own, you know, accent they too. Put and their then sauce us in this, yep, the South has their own. All and the It's, drip. it's funny because like in the South, it's almost like. We sign almost like a, the way a, a southern a person, little, a you know, does something. it. You know, so yeah. So then that's kind of what influenced me. I was actually a criminal justice major with a minor in sign language. I was hoping to be a like parole officer for the deaf, and so oh, that was like my goal. Wow,
0: your and goal so in life is to be a parole officer for the, the deaf, deaf
1: because they you know. You got to remember where and I volunteered. comedy tour manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I switched. I switched majors. And then I just majored in American Sign Language. And then instead of criminal justice. Instead of criminal justice, which got put in the back burner, and then I just became an interpreter. And that's just kind of what I, what happened. So.
0: And you had your own. Uh, interpreting and then I had agency. my own
1: interpreting agency and a job placement agency for nine years, eight years, eight and a half years until we started working together.
0: So you had like contracts with the state and you Yeah, had so my
1: contract was with the state of Texas and basically what I did was the state of Texas would send me deaf people um, and then I'd help them find work. And then so, you know, I'd go train them um, and interpret for them and you know what I'm saying, made sure that there was no communication barrier with the employer and the employee. Um, and then I was responsible for checking up on them for 90 days. Um, And it's interesting because the hearing community is not very open to wanting to work with, you know, the deaf. Because they think it's like, and it's mostly safety reasons, which I guess I can see it, but you you guys don't even know how a deaf person's other senses are so much stronger than ours. Um, Because we take our five senses for granted, and so theirs is so much stronger. To where they're so conscious of their surroundings and everything else. Vibration. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. Remember when I told you I'd walk into the office and I'd see my business, my ex business partner, would poke her head out of the out of the door. She already felt my heels like Mm. coming. It was weird. Like she, I don't. She can't hear me, you Mm. know. So it wasn't like. She could hear the, my, the sound of my heel walking into the office. It was she literally felt someone um, I was coming.
0: <clears throat> here's a couple of things uh, right, let's stay on the um, deaf culture subject. So some things like, like that you would tell me that fascinate me mm-hmm. about like deaf culture is that i didn't know anything about deaf culture. Uh-huh. like that didn't even entertain anything in my mind, but it's funny how you've told me stories about um People that are Mm deaf-proud, or they want the kids to be born Mm -hmm. deaf, and when they're not, it's almost like, damn, traitor, Mm -hmm. you're not one of us, Mm -hmm. almost, or Mm -hmm. like, damn, they get ostracized in in that family, maybe, almost like, look down, because they're deaf-proud.
1: Right, so... So I guess how I want to explain, and and that's not every, all of them that are, you know, every deaf person that feels that way, but if they, like I told you about the family at the deaf church who are like five generations deaf, the minute someone gets pregnant, right? Five generations deaf, not one hearing person, Uh okay, in their family. When someone gets pregnant, they're like, Holy shit! Are they going to be hearing? Are they going to be deaf? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? It's going to
0: inconvenience their little tribe, right? So it's
1: kind. Of, I mean, when you're a Coda, Coda which is, is child of a deaf adult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's like us. We didn't have a choice, right? You had to learn Spanish because yeah. that's yeah. What you had to do, Ch-
0: child of an immigrant, adult. yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be the same thing for that hearing child entering a Deaf family. It's, it happens. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a choice, but um,
0: like your friend from elementary school, yeah, who like Mike, had to be fluent in sign language, language to talk to his mother,
1: right? Um, and so you know, um, I don't know. So anyway, so yeah, you have people who are super Deaf proud and super, you know, they're they're proud to be. Deaf, you know, just like you're proud to be Mexican, and, you're and proud it,
0: to be... And there's just a whole culture It's that a comes whole cu- with it. Yeah,
1: and then there's some who grow up maybe with hearing, who grew up with hearing community and relate more to the hearing. Um, they don't really relate to the deaf because they grew up more with hearing people. Hearing type
0: of values, in a way. Exactly,
1: as opposed to deaf and kind of deaf views. Oh. And it's really interesting, complex. the culture. Yeah, and super complex because... Then you have people who are hard of hearing, who don't really know which they fit They're in. like in the middle. In the middle, correct, it's because... It's like
0: Mexican-American. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, basically, because you may have them to where they may have learned how to speak, right, so they may ha- talk, um, so the deaf kind of like are like, well, you know how to talk, like you're you not really you're, yeah, deaf, you, you know what I'm saying, good. yeah, so it's like you have your little mix of everything, just like anything else, but... I guess that's how they, that's their type of racism. But what I always thought was pretty cool was um, sometimes on Sundays I would go to the deaf church. And the first time I went, the first thing that I noticed was that there were a ton of interracial couples because basically it's like they don't see themselves as black or white or hispanic and asian they're or deaf first they're deaf Be- first they don't
0: identify with the race exactly
1: first. so it's almost like you know how you'll see another hispanic person in the room and you're kind of like gonna go probably go that way to where the hispanic crowd mm-hmm. is because you're kind of gonna identify. probably identify more with them it's the same thing and it was so trippy to me because i and i thought that was so cool that no one saw Color, you know what I'm saying? It's it was like were, hurt, yeah. At
0: first, they were worried about hearing versus not yeah,
1: hearing. Yeah, exactly. And
0: I, I want to shout out at um, uh, Definitely Dope. Yes. Oh, my thing is a uh, low battery. Um, so this might end <laughs> <laughs> at Definitely Dope, and that's deaf, like D E A F. And what I guess what he's getting known for is um, he's representing like you know deaf culture by
1: rapping mixing it with hip hop.
0: So he's like signing sign rapping. Yeah the 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 lyrics to like the new Kendrick mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. new Kevin mm-hmm. Gates is popping or whatever and um and it looks super cool, so if you're not like if you haven't really been exposed to the deaf world, you know what I'm saying like it's a cool little glimpse of like, okay, and he gives his story, uh, I think they've interviewed him several times, and he basically said that he's hard of hearing, but he just tells people um deaf because if not, it just sets him up for too many expectations. Uh-huh,
1: exactly. There's also another girl who's an interpreter here in Houston, her name's Amber Galloway. She also is pretty dope. She's actually been on like the Jimmy Kimmel show mm-hmm. where they did like a, um, a sign language battle for mm-hmm. rap songs mm-hmm. for Kodak, what is that, Bodak Yellow? Yeah. Um, so like they had a little battle. She's dope too. So when I was in college, that's who I would, they would show us videos of her. So I and, thought that was amazing. And
0: you, Before we uh, talk about Deaf music videos, like the guy that did Marilyn Manson uh-huh, and uh-huh. and uh, Nars Barkley, uh, I we were watching that thing together on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. when he had the sign language battle, mm-hmm. and and they would switch off. The funny thing is, you were like <clears throat> commenting on their choice of words, mm-hmm. or like, huh, I wouldn't have said it like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's why it's interpreting, mm-hmm. not, not translating, translating. exactly. And, there um, you go. And there's like all these things that I'm learning about, um, like the order of the words, or like I. Would an I come work? Yeah. Or so, whatever.
1: Like if I were to say, I'm going to the store, I'd say store I go. Uh-huh. I'd sign store I go, uh-huh. not I am going to the store. Yeah. Because then that would, be, uh, that would be English sign language, so which is totally different, which you are signing word for word. Mm. American sign language, you're not.
0: And it all started with... Uh, you know, you could tell us the history. Like someone did, like you had to do letter by letter. Is that so it
1: first, was? it was you would um, actually fingerspell everything. Mm-hmm. Or is this thing about? Yeah, 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 just
0: keep going and it'll end.
1: Um. So yeah. So it would be the Rochester method, and so basically you would fingerspell everything. So imagine having to fingerspell every sentence you're saying, and then you're just gonna read it, and then you're just gonna hope. You know what I'm saying? You just, it's just way more complicated. So the story is really long, the history of this, but it was like a little girl. It actually comes from like French and they taught her sign language and she really couldn't talk. It's, it's like a whole story um, about it. And I, I can't remember exact details because it was when I was in college, almost um, uh, let's not talk about that a long time ago. So I don't remember the exact history of it. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of how it is, and it's pretty cool and it's something that I always wanted to learn, and I did, and I am thankful for uh, the deaf community accepting me, and, you know, um, and that's how I have my, I still have some of my clients that I still go interpret for. And,
0: and you know, it's uh, one thing that I, I say on stage is, like, my baby is so good at sign language that uh, deaf people think she's deaf because it's no accent. Like, she's yeah. that fluent.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a funny story. So um, I used to teach ASL 1 at the community center where my office was, right? And so when I taught ASL 1, people that would come in, um, i never forget this one student said, so when will I learn to make those sounds that you make? And I said, what sounds? And so she was like, those sounds, like the sounds that some of the deaf people I've heard make. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy smokes. So then I go talk to my business partner who Mm -hmm. is deaf, or my ex-business partner. I said, Kelly, she's asking me about these noises that I make. What is that about? Like, what's going on? And she goes, that's it. She goes, you're officially, like, a deaf person. You've now picked up
0: on the the
1: mannerisms. It's basically what it is because it's not, I don't, I can't even really say it's a noise because you're taught these things. Like for example, if you're going to say finish, right? Yes. You'd say fish. fish. And you know, it's kind of like uh, you have to shh. you do you actually do do that or like finally it's p. So you hear that noise and it's like you're taught in school.
0: It, so it's almost like part of the sign. It's
1: part, it is part of the sign, but it's like the so, then the the sound you make is p. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's I don't, it's so hard to, to
0: to the layman, like someone who knows nothing about it, it may sound like little grunts and groans.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of not in, um, I guess I I do it, and yeah, so that's how I officially knew I was, I have picked up on the accent of a, a deaf person per my business partner, and that's how, and you know, it was weird, we'd go to the business meetings, and I have no idea, why they always thought she was the hearing one why? and I was the deaf one all the time? So if we had a business meeting, um, and the, if they if they did if they did provide an interpreter at that meeting, the de- for some reason the interpreter would always sit in front of me and not in front of her, and I'd have to let her know, "Hey, I'm not the deaf." But where person. would they get that? from? I don't
0: know. I don't know. Like, a, like deaf makeup, or like <laughs> you do your hair like a deaf girl. <laughs> I don't. Ooh, she dressed even, like she did. No,
1: I don't even know. <laughs> like I have no idea why would. And, I, and Kelly would laugh, she would think it was hilarious She's like but ah, she they thought, thought I was she always used to say it's the way you sign you're signing because Kelly is very English sign language, mm-hmm. so she'll say, "Are you ready and she'll literally sign, "Are you ready because be ready, you are. yeah, and I'd be doing a s l with her, and I guess that's maybe why the interpreter's watching the, oh. us communicate um I don't know, it was really weird, and she used to always laugh'm like. Why is it that I'm always the deaf one and Uh you're the hearing one? You know that reminds me of
0: of the sign language joke where I'm like, I need to learn because when I'm in public, you know, people think they Mm -hmm. deaf people always come up to me or something like that. Yeah, they really. I mean, they just hit me up like if they're trying to collect funds or sell the the pen with the card or whatever.
1: It's so weird how they always come up to you, and then they're like in shock when they see that you that I actually know sign language. It was like usually I'm like time out and I call my girl. Like the homeless guy that speaks sign language uh-huh. in that uh, that corner.
0: I almost want to t- I want, almost want to add that little story, the the homeless deaf guy, as part of the setup to the the story and the joke because that's one of the cool things about sign language is we're at a light and you're able. To, you're talking to this dude that's like down the block yeah. at the bus stop yeah. and y'all are signing through the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I can't have my windows up and have a whole conversation with a yeah, dude yeah. at the bus stop. So yeah. there's like certain things. I don't know if that's a cool little detail, like, just to get people to, like, wrap their brains around, like, hell, we were watching Bill Burr last night. I was like, this motherfucker has a joke about sign language? Mm-hmm. It's really about a gorilla yeah. in a zoo. But um, I was like, fuck, where's he going with this? Because I don't want it to somehow overlap. Ours was a real experience. But anyway, if you come to the tour, tickets on chinglingling.com. If you come to the tour, you'll know what I'm talking about, the sign language joke. And I think people get a kick out of it. And what trips me out is that it has a long setup. It's yeah. like a long type of little story where I'm like, first I gotta show you some of these signs for this whole thing to make sense. But um, <laughs> mm. I mean, it's been working good, so I don't know what it is about that joke. But um, I
1: just think it's just not a common language for someone to know. It's like you said, like you just asked me, what in the world possess you to want to learn American mm-hmm. Sign Language, you know? So it's like, most people want to learn Spanish, French, or usually anything pe- else. But. Usually,
0: people have to learn sign language out of necessity. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Like, did you have a deaf parent, or like
1: uh, always? The question for me is uh, when I would go um, job coach my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, they're qu- the like wherever I was. The the manager's question was always so do you have like a deaf cousin? Or or the question that I was, is, is, is this person related to you? They always think you're related to the deaf person when you're the interpreter. That's mm. the funniest thing ever. I'm like, no, bro. Like, that's not how it works. But um, anyway, so it's, they'll ask like, so did you have a deaf, your parents deaf? Who's deaf in your family? Why do you like, mm. no sign language? Like nobody, absolutely nobody, not one person. So
0: Yo, so we appreciate y'all tuning in. Thank you so much. Hope you have a good motherfucking day. Uh, We're actually headed to uh, like a screen printing convention-type thing. We're going to try to connect with some more uh, manufacturers and stuff. But uh, again, just to recap, man, shout-out to the CancunLife.com. Mystery boxes available now, five items, 45 bucks. And we're on tour, man. We're hitting Corpus Christi next, and then we got the Florida run, and we just in North Carolina, Oklahoma, and Wichita, Kansas. So we appreciate it, y'all. Don't be trolling. Have a good day. You know what I'm saying? Positivity. Motherfucking Topo Chico. Stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, ignore the haters. Stay motivated. Stay lit. Que mas? Keep it positive.
1: Look up home births. Do, <laughs> you know yeah, do you? Yeah, do you. Do
0: you, man? Believe in yourself. You, you got to be, you know, hype yourself up. You got to be your own, your own love top fan. Exactly. They're, they're, we need more self love out there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, if don't you be. If you don't
1: love yourself, you can't love anybody else.
0: And ain't nobody else going to love you, too. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about? So self love is important. That's the motherfucking message. Thanks again. Appreciate the love.
1: We should exit out with some music, man. And be sure to tell people to, like, subscribe to the podcast and you know leave comments below also you can actually rate it you know if you don't like these kind of episodes and you think they're dumb let us know too so peace out folks i know you're gonna love the music hey (laughs) let
0: me see if i know the words where's my assistant google the words real quick and print them out and we want to take this podcast thing on the road, maybe in Houston, oh, yeah. man. Could that, if y'all want to- Tell us
1: about that. Tell to, see if it, somebody wants to, what they think about well, that. Well,
0: you know, it's an idea. Um, we have connects with some venues, but um, I know we still got to build up the podcast and the audience, I got to be more consistent. But um, that's an idea, It's like, if you'd like to be, like we have a cool guest, we're gonna be hanging out, maybe at like a cool, maybe at a movie theater. You know, maybe uh, some type of theater, a, a comedy club. If you're down to come hang out, be a part of it. Maybe we'll film those, that yeah. way people can see the live. Um, what is this you're showing me? Oh, the lyrics? <laughs> hey, before I let go. It's the, um, anyway, that's the idea. Maybe we take the podcast tour on the road. Who knows? Enough of me. More music.
1: Hey. <laughs> Motherfucking Thursday.
0: Body swole, underscore lifts. The loudest snaps in the game. Tell which is the record, which is me. Hey. You can't see me, but I'm doing the shimmy. Uh-huh. You picked a winner, how do you pick a I
1: just gotta go to the comments, I'm about to do it
0: So you're giving away, what now, $250 worth of furniture?
1: No, well $200 gift card to Ashley Home Store And they get and whatever all they, they want uh-huh. so, so it pays it was, to follow you Yeah, exactly I'm gonna be giving a lot of goodies here soon Damn so. girl, I
0: gotta hit your like button
1: Hey, come on Come on somebody Make sure you like it, Chingo Man, it's so hard to pick. I don't even know who to pick. It's so many people. I got one.
0: No flex. No cap.
1: <laughs> well, so many people Just left like comments. so many people I want, me. No. me. No, so many people left Calm down. comments, boo. Calm down, Kim K. <laughs> hey. There's so many people that want to win. I want to get
0: on my beat making again and like sample like Bronco and shit hey,
1: and fucking made that shit crunk idea.
0: like just uh, make a list of like crunk ass Mexican songs
1: I think I know what I'm going to do because I don't want to pick how about you pick just pick, pick a name
0: like all they had to do was comment
1: all they had to do is leave a comment of what they'd want to upgrade
0: Come on, yeah. oh okay this like, person said their daughter's bedroom I think that's a good one
1: I know then there's another one that said her grandmother's house it's just like damn
0: oh damn where's that person at i don't know but i what's more important grandmas or or, or yeah i don't know
1: (laughs) i wish like i had a bunch of them to give out this
0: person p kenya 2811 said i would love a couch my husband daughter and i finally got our own place and don't have furniture we can't oh, really, man. we can't really afford it right now. My daughter has been in the hospital for three months, and her medical needs come before a piece of furniture. So we'd rather spend money on that. Oh winning, my gosh. winning would help us. Thank you. What
1: is that name? Let me write it down. That's P the winner. P
0: underscore Kenya, twenty-eight eleven.
1: Underscore.
0: P underscore Kenya, I A I A, twenty-eight eleven. And you might want to screenshot that because you know that's the No, Mira. K E N I A. All right, oh, y'all. Oh, Kenya, my man. We, we out. Thank you. Suss.